This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays. If you're looking for them in BKFC, you got to be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on, $50 buys. All right, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual who competes at BKFC 52, which goes down on October the 20th. We have Brandon Bouchard knuckling up and towing the line against Joshua Merer, and great having Josh on the show for the first time. How's your day going there, man? You having a solid one so far? It's going great. I'm just ready to fight. I hate being ready and just sitting here waiting. Yeah, like, what's the point in your training camp where you just feel like really raring to go like everything's like in alignment with your fitness and you're just looking to like really get out there and do the thing is there like a particular point in the camp where you really start getting that sensation i guess yeah i mean when my cardio is going i'm going 10 15 rounds of sparring and i'm 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 i still got energy for days like when uh just everything just seems to be on point like um physically cardio wise weight wise i mean I do a little bit of cuts, so when I, once I get to it, I don't like to. I like to be comfortable. So <laughs> it, it, uh, after a while, it kind of that part wears on you. But other than that, like everything's great. So once I get there, I stay ready, and I've been getting there quicker and quicker. So yeah, I mean, great to hear. And this seems like a big moment for sure. Like I saw the post talking about how this fight has been years in the making and I actually talked to Brandon Bouchard the other day about that like how you guys were supposed to fight an MMA a few years ago at a King of the Cage event can you kind of give like a bit of the backstory and expound upon that from your perspective there because it seems like you know like I'm saying a fight that's been building up for a decent while now so we were supposed to fight and the day before when I was per- everything was on point everything was perfect I don't know what happened but the day before we were supposed to start our weight cut, I um, I was gonna just move around and, and shadow box and stuff, and so I was stretching first, and it was so weird. I, I pulled my leg all the way back and stretched, everything was fine, but when I straightened it back out, I actually tore everything in my ankle, and my ankle swelled up like a balloon. I'm like, no. Uh, I was as ready to fight as I was ever gonna be. Um, I believe we were cutting to 135, and that was one of the last few times I even tried to cut to 135, or I, I believe it was a catch weight of 140, and um, and uh, it was just a freak thing, my, my, my legs swelled up, I know Brandon was extremely upset, and I would be too, being that close to a fight and being ready, and just the day before weigh-ins, it, it just, you know, um, but since then, I've always wanted, I always thought, uh, Brandon was going to be a fun fight, and, and I've always, I, I've, you know, I've been in his inbox um, asking him to fight for a while, and and uh, I'm just happy he finally he's given me the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, is it like a stylistic thing where you're thinking this is going to be like a very exciting fight, like just both of you guys matching up well? It would have been more exciting for him because he can wrestle, and that's his forte. 
You know, he's not a striker by any means. He's got power. He's tough. He's willing to throw. He wants to be in the in the exchanges. I respect and love all of that, you know. Um, but stylistically, I'm, I'm way ahead of him in striking. My IQ, fight IQ is way ahead of him. I mean... To be honest with you, if we wrestled, I mean, he might be a great wrestler, but I don't, I, I don't think he's gonna necessarily would beat me at wrestling either. Um, uh, but I mean, we he agreed to this rule set, and this rule set benefits me. Um, you know, I hope he hasn't had any opponents at BKFC that were gonna test him. Um, his fights ended pretty quickly. Um, you know, um, but the opponents that he had that dropped him, like both fights, like barely touched him, and they never followed up uh, after that. You know, and I felt like I've seen him where he crumbles, and I'm going to uh, set him up for openings, you know, and, and he's got a lot of them because he's not a striker. Yeah, an interesting fight in a lot of, you know, different regards for sure. And it seems like you're getting in a lot of really good rounds leading into this one. Like I saw a picture the other day of you with Joe Elmore and everything like that. So it seems like some really top-notch work is being had for sure. Yes. Um, Joe Elmore will be cornering me in this fight. Um, it's interesting, though, because... Uh, a samples, I believe, corners Brandon Bussaw, but Brandon Bussaw and Ace have been training together. But um, but we're all friends. Like we've all A samples and I are, are good friends too. And so uh, I mean, and, and Brandon Bussaw is a good friend to them. So mutually, I think we all have a beer. I think everything's cool. But when I'm in the ring, I've, I've been planning to hurt Brandon for a while. So. Yeah, and that was kind of the vibe I got with Joe when I spoke to him before his Dustin Pegg fight as well. And it did seem like a mutual kind of thing where it's like there is that friendship and playfulness almost. But it's like we're going to throw down when we get in the ring. So love to see it. Yeah, Joe's on a personal level. Joe's such a great guy. He's such a family guy. He's such a friend guy. Like he's he's like family for sure. Um but when, like even when we're sparring and stuff like that, he pushes you, you know. And and, uh, and I mean that that I mean he was pushing me this camping, and so that 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 there's no like hard feelings. But when we're out there, I'm I'm there to work, you know. I'm there, I've been, you know, the, the, this isn't a friendly game. Like we can be all cool after we can be cool up to it. I don't really care, but when we get in there, like. I mean, we're all professionals. We've been doing this a very long time. It's not personal. It's just, uh, uh, it's you're standing in the way of something I want. So, yeah, and I'm curious because I mean, before BKFC noticing, you've got experience in a couple combat sports, like about 15 or so amateur and professional MMA fights per topology, and also Muay Thai kickboxing experience, like. How much do you, I mean, there's obvious elements that are, you know, taken out, like the leg kicks and certain things, but, like, how much does, like, the Muay Thai and MMA experience benefit you just functioning in, like, that active clinch BKFC rule set? So, the Muay Thai uh, background, 
Brandon, we get to use clinch. So I know Brandon's been in a few exchanges and being a wrestler, I'm not surprised if he wants to clinch uh, or tie up with me. Wrestlers are more of a tie up than, you know, and, um, and he'll frame with his head. But, um, I, I mean, I have the same experience, but my Muay Thai and my plums are pretty good. Uh, if he wants to tie up with me, um, I think I can hurt him really fast. I'm a lot quicker than he is. Um, you know, um, he's throwing a lot of power behind his punches, and and he's not thinking of where they're landing. He's just trying to land, which you know, that he's 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 coming to brawl, and I'm coming to 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 dance and work. You know, I'm I'm trying to. I'm, uh, if we get in those exchanges, I think I'm going to be more technical with my brawling than than he's he is. So um, the 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 MMA aspect really doesn't help. I mean, up against the ropes and stuff like that. If you want to push somebody up there and work off of that, I mean, I don't have a set game plan. I'm going to take it as it comes and be open. Normally, I come with a set game plan, and it's out the window when they opponent does something else so this one i mean i i know where his strengths and his weaknesses are and i'm just gonna look for openings yeah because even though it's a different game ultimately i mean i feel like you've had this guy on your radar on a game planning level for a bit just with that aforementioned mma booking that fell out yeah i mean basically uh uh I mean, the game plan changes between MMA and, and striking, obviously, but, I mean, it's bare knuckle, man. Anything can happen, so you just got to be ready for anything. Um, it just, it, you know, it, when you're not ready for everything, you get hit by the one that didn't, you didn't see, and that one's the one that rocks you, you know? Yeah, for sure, and I love the way you're breaking it down. Like, it kind of seems similar to, like, the language you were using in, like, a previous article I saw on you. Like, as much as, like... There is obvious skill level in the sport. There is a certain combination of it being like a bit of a like a tough man kind of game too, and like immersing yourself in the nitty gritty. So it's cool to see that like combination of both, just realizing like what kind of goes into this sport and everything. Yes, sir. And it just seems like you're in an interesting spot here. I'm kind of curious to, I mean, even just briefly get the thoughts on the debut because I thought that was kind of interesting. Like as you're entering your fourth bare knuckle fight here like I saw you made your bare knuckle debut in Russia and it was like you know pretty soon before like everything with the Ukraine like the war there broke out like what was the before the invasion yeah literally the day before team Russia on the holiday of their red army I think it was an interesting timing but yeah, I was going to say, what was it like being there and just the whole experience with the fight and all of that, and I guess, like, the aftermath? They took extremely good care of us uh, when we were there. I mean, we ate good. We were safe. Like, we were, we were, um, they showed us Moscow. They took us to the Red Square. They, um, I mean, we did a lot of commercials. I mean, it was a little weird when we got there, like, right off, when we got off the plane after being jet lagged and flying for over 24 hours. We get there, we're still in our plane clothes, and we drop our bags off, and they're like, we gotta film commercials now and get commercials of you guys sparring each other. I'm like, sparring each other? You're like, we fight in a couple days. <laughs> but uh, you, you want all the Americans to fight each other on camera before we fight you guys? Uh, no, but it was a good, good experience. I mean, they took the, the crowd out there, they weren't just cheering for their own people. They were cheering 
just as strongly when I walked out as when, when my opponent walked out. Um, I fought a, a two-time, at that time, now he might be a three-time world champion. He, he's their, their 55-pound title champion right now um, for bare knuckle. He's a, he, at that time, he was a 17-time Dagestan boxing champion. And, uh, and yeah, that was my bare knuckle debut. So, um, I'm not... I'm not worried about who I fight in front of me. It really comes down, I mean, to um, to to just being focused and prepared. Um, my opponent, my set, my first opponent for BKFC, uh, Brandon Allen. I mean, he's. I mean, you've seen his fights recently. He's an amazing striker. You know, uh, I believe he's in the top five of uh, in BKFC right now. He is, yeah. And, and uh, my last. Brandon Barnard, uh, he came in as a little bit of unknown, but he's fought around the world in like four different organizations out of his weight class and got first round knockouts. So I'm not fighting like, I've never had an easy fight, you know, I've always fought tough people and I've done well and put on exciting fights for each one of them. Um, I feel like Brandon's going to have a crowd with him in this fight. I mean, a lot of his fans are also my fans, but since we're in his hometown, I'm not uh, surprised to, 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 to see a, bit, a big crowd for him. I am bringing my people too, you know. Um, I think uh, uh, that Brandon's going to actually have a tough, tough fight this time, and I think that this is going to be a really good fight for me. Yeah, for sure, and I don't want to, like, I guess misconstrue or mischaracterize something you were saying earlier, but the impression I was kind of getting was it was almost like you were maybe looking at his opposition as maybe not on the same caliber as yours, per se, because, like, we're talking about Brandon Allen being a ranked guy now in BKFC and John Barnard and etc. So do you think, I guess, like, the quality of your bare-knuckle resume up until this point will kind of reveal itself in the fight, like, be a meaningful variable, you think? Yeah, I think a lot of people that other than the fans that are just watching because they want to see it, I mean, but they don't know. They just see. They just look at on paper, you know. On paper, he, he. I mean, he looks undefeated. He looks like a tough opponent. I'm not saying that he's not tough. I'm not saying. I'm. I'm saying he's never been battle tested, and he knows it. He's asking for a fight that that that, uh, that that's gonna that's gonna go the distance. He's asking for a fight where he's gonna actually get to have exchanges and not put his opponent away so easily, you know. Um, and. Um, I'm uh, I'm really happy that you know he, he's allowing me to deliver that to him. I just don't think it's gonna go his way at all. I mean, his his striking experience is everything. You have to be in these exchanges. You have to, to learn to grow. You have to do it. You know, um, you, you know he he's not a boxer. He's not a striker. And he and and I've I've fought a lot of boxers and strikers. You know. So, I mean, at the best, I feel like he's going to learn a lot from this fight. Yeah, and I mean, you were supposed to also fight, like, Tony Soto earlier this year, too. So just another example of, like, the gamesmanship and just willing to, you know, fight whoever. Another guy that's now ranked in BKFC also. I like tough, exciting fights, you know. I, I know I'm at that level. I just need an opportunity to prove it. Um, the... Tony 
was an unfortunate one too. I had an infection that my, was affecting my balance and I couldn't hear out of my ear for about a month and it was bad and my ear was swollen. So my doctor, my coach, my doctor said the ultimate decision is my balance was off. It wasn't safe for me to fight. So um, would I fight a matchup with Tony Soto again? Of course, yeah. If, you, if, if I ever get that opportunity, I'd, I'd love to. I mean, he puts on exciting fights and, and um, you know, I feel like that last one with Tyler Goodjohn, he was actually pushed, you know, and, and we saw where he breaks, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely could be a matchup that comes to fruition at a later point, too. So, just an interesting... Yeah, no, for sure. But I guess just even seeing some of the previous articles and just what your goals and motivations are in the sport. Like, you seem very focused on the idea of getting to, like, a rankings position and, I guess, presumably becoming a champion thereafter. Like, obviously talking in a broader kind of timeline. But, I mean, fair to say also, because I think there are some fighters in the sport who are more motivated by, I guess, the prize part of prize fighting, which is also fair, but, yeah. Uh, I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it because I love doing it, and I just want to be the best I can be, you know? I want to be the... I, I just want to prove it, and um, BKFC is starting to build some pretty gnarly divisions, especially in the lightweight and, and featherweight, and bantamweight starting to form up. You know, um, but the lightweight and the and the featherweight and the the ones the older divisions are just starting to really, really have some solid, solid, solid um, uh, 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 competition. You know, so I mean, these guys are great fighters, and I'm, and all these guys that are popping up, I have to work my way through them. So. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree with like the depth and the fact that divisions are ever expanding for sure. But it seems like. Quite the athletic family there. I was seeing your son there and everything, ripping some baseball. It looked like you were pretty proud, understandably. It looked like Caden was ripping a double and getting right into baseball season. Like, how cool is it to kind of see, like, your kids kind of endeavor to, you know, get into their own athletics? It must be cool. Yeah, I'm not pushing my kids to do anything. Like, I've had them do between jiu-jitsu. I've had them, my, my daughter's done a little boxing, like, but they... They want to do what they want to do, and I want to push them to be whatever they feel like they're going to be successful at. My son's killing it at baseball. My daughter's on travel gymnastics team. Um, she's six years old with 13-year-old girls, and, and she's extremely good, and that's her passion. And I'm really happy to expand on that because, I mean, my wife's a, a great athlete, too. I mean, she's she does powerlifting and stuff, and she's she's amazing. So I think all together we kind of all push each other to try to be the best we can. So our family dynamic now really does work for us. Yeah, I love hearing that. I mean, that must be great. Like, you're all doing your own things, but a lot of, like, commonality more than there is difference. And obviously love to see the support there. So that's great to hear, man. Yeah. I mean, my, my kids kind of grew up. Seeing us, seeing fight camp, my my kids in college, all they know is fight camps and how they go, and so they kind of treat when they have um, competitions a little bit more focused like that. So I think it's it's good because it teaches them how to be an athlete, not just just do sports. Yeah, well said for sure, man. And I guess one of the last things I 
wanted to touch on. I'm always curious about like the backstories of fighter nicknames, your nickname being Danger. I'm kind of curious, like who gave you the moniker and what inspired all that? Um, that one was, that one was come from like, it, it's kind of something that started out like a long time ago and it's kind of stuck. Um, it, I, I mean, I used to be, have a different past life and it kind of stuck from that when it carried over to fighting. Like, it just kind of works just because of my fighting style and my pressure and my, the way I engage and, um, I've always been just, yeah i mean it does kind of inform the you know fighting style and just there's a certain sense of like yeah i gotta check out like what this guy's getting up to his next throwdown and everything no for sure that does make sense though man and it's been great getting to have you on ahead of this fight but just want to be mindful of your time as well josh so curious if maybe there's any final parting thought you want to add as we're kind of wrapping up man um, no, I'm just, uh, Brandon's listening, um, prepare for an exciting fight, I'm, I'm excited, um, you know, I've been looking forward to this, and I know you have been too, uh, I know a lot of these fans that know us personally are, are excited for this, and, uh, it's gonna be a great night, there's a bunch of good fights on the card, so, you know, I can't, I can't wait to see the other ones as well. Yeah, for sure, definitely a stacked card at BKFC 52, and very excited to see your Brandon Bouchard fight on October the 20th, man. But until then, you have a good rest of your day, and thank you for the time. Thank you. This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays, if you're looking for them in BKFC, you gotta be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram, and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on. $50 buys.